messed it up. Wow, like it, uh, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also um, drunk. Just, just like this. Who is the poopy pants man? <laughs> Hi, this is a little uh, the podcast where we talk about whatever we want, including poopy pants man, apparently. I'm Andrew Cleva. Danny Bird. Uh, I hate that she did this to start the episode. Uh, we, um, we are doing this episode as a culmination of the Harry Potter uh, that, we, that we just read and watched. Um mm. I assume that people will be familiar with this, but if not, we just, we have just done three uh, lit lit episodes about Harry Potter. Uh, the first one collected the books one, two, and three, then four and five, then six and seven. Yes. Uh, we've also done little lits about you know various associated things, and this is kind of us talking about uh, the movies and what they did for the books or did not do, depending on how you feel about it. Uh, and what they did and, for us, and what they did for us, yeah. and just some general like kind of impressions about well, like winding winding up this whole uh, reading and viewing experience. I guess um, we did a marathon, a uh, virtual marathon, since Woo. we can't do anything in, pu- in in person anymore. In public, I know in public. <laughs> <laughs> anything in public. I mean, realistically, we shouldn't be doing a anything. Guy, in public. A guy can't jerk off and watch Harry Potter out in public anymore. It's terrible. <laughs> what does this country come to? I thought this was America. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not so much that, and more, and more, uh, yes, we could do it in person. Um, we, uh, we've done, I, anyone who's new to this, we did, we did this, uh, last year for Lord of the Rings, where we, where we read all the books, and then we, we did a, we did a, a marathon for them. Uh, we also, um, our friend Did we Angela, do that virtually? Did we do that uh, in no, person? No, that one, that one was at the end of, like, January. I think we did that one in person. Wow. Um, but, uh, me and my friend Angela, uh, shout out Angela, have, uh, have My done, friend too. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Um. <laughs> yes, she's all both of our friends. Fine, our uh, friend. She's Angela. awesome, and she was my friend first. Um, she, uh, she and I have done marathons for like for a long time about a, a variety of books, um, or by a variety of movie topics. Um, and this has become a thing over the years. Uh, we did one last year for this podcast and um, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, mm-hmm. and and we did we wanted to make sure we did something like this for Harry Potter because obviously the movies are a huge part of uh, pop culture and how a lot of people, including the both of us. Uh, first reacted to Harry Potter as yeah. a story. Uh, I have said before, I, I, I had never read the books until three years ago, but I'd seen the movies plenty of times, or, or at the very least once uh, as a go-through and, and knew what had happened before I ever got into the books. So this is a big part of a lot of people's uh, cultural touchstone for this. So um, I guess, uh, well, first of all, I should say we, we, we skipped, in this particular uh, viewing, we skipped uh, movies one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um, is my firm stance that we should, that one and two are, totally fine and like catch them if you want to but they're not that important and big of a deal like they're they're the very kiddie ones they're the they're they're the both in terms of the actors which is dicey uh, yeah. as well as like the actual subject matter um i think three is actually very good uh it's it's quran uh Afonso quran um and it's uh wow it's a very like well done movie it, it looks visually it looks great uh it's a very smart story uh it's 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 good it gets good performances out of all, all, all the actors and everything um but we were both very familiar with that. And if I remember correctly, you were saying that you kind of remembered those first three pretty well, but had, yeah. didn't really remember from four onward, right? I didn't. I remember one, two, and three. I think I must. those ones must have been the ones that I had seen most recently. Sure. And I don't think that I had seen four, five, and six, and seven, and eight <laughs> <laughs> in their entirety 
in years, at sure. least since I've been living at home, like home, home. So it must have yeah. been six years or so. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and I don't think that I had seen eight of seven and eight since they've come out in theaters. Like yeah, I, so you, so you were pretty fresh with these, or, or you, oh, yeah. you, you needed the rewatch to actually kind of reinforce what these movies did because you had it been so long since you'd seen them it, in the first place. I didn't even to the point where I didn't even remember the storylines when I was reading the books because I hadn't gotcha. seen the movies in such a long time. Yeah. I just really didn't remember them, uh, which I'm and, sure worked well on a lot of levels too. Cause yeah, you got, it was you, got, awesome. you got a lot of experiences for like, like quote unquote first time. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, because I think that like. We had talked about we we had split up the movie marathon because we hadn't started the <laughs> seventh book, yeah. and I didn't remember it. And I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to watch the seventh and eighth movie because yep. I really don't remember the storyline, and I and I don't want it to get ruined for me." I think that was a smart a smarter way. Yeah. So 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 we watched. Uh, we we started with Goblet of Fire. We what we did? Yeah. Excuse me. I'm sorry. We did four, five, and six, and we were planning on doing seven and eight as well on the same day. And then, um, as Danny said, she realized that she <laughs> was going to be going into both of these things new. Like she didn't yeah. remember the movie that well. Didn't remember the didn't had never read the book, obviously. And so it made a lot more sense to let you read the book fresh, as opposed to throw you into the movie first and then like have you kind of read about what happened afterwards. Yeah, and I and I have to say, I did remember more of book, uh, more of movie eight than I expected to. Okay. Um, I mean, there are obviously def- definitely differences. In the movie versus the book, of but um, I, I gen- genuinely had no idea about the storylines of five and six. Like those As movies yeah. were so foreign to me to the point where, like, I had forgotten that Dumbledore had died. No, seriously. <laughs> like, you, you, like you, you, I, yeah. when that happened in the book, I was like, oh, like I knew, like I in the recesses of my brain, yeah. where I don't keep all this dumb emo pop punk lyrics to every song that's ever existed in the world i had there was some memory that i was like i feel like dumbledore is dead but (laughs) i feel like this is just good well i'll tell you what i honestly i believe that most things need most like long or complex or and or complex uh, stories need one like reviewing or rereading until it really kind of cements in your head Um, and i'm shocked that we didn't do this uh for 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 the, the the final book um or, or six and seven episode, but I'll I'll go ahead and break the rule. Um, when I was rereading Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. I, I drink. When I was reading, reading Game of Thrones, I remember I I read them all. I, at the time, I read them in two thousand eight, um, oh. and so there were four books out at the time. I read one through four in like a at most four week span. I was um, on break on winter break from my second year of grad school and I knew I was finishing after that year and so I didn't have to do like research or uh, anything further down the line than just like get my grades that last semester yeah. and, and get out of there and this is like this is no shade to program or anything like that I like I, I just knew that I wasn't going to continue on to a PhD so I was just going to get out of the school um, and I read all these books because I was so happy to be reading like fiction as opposed to political science text. Uh, yeah, and, and so when I when I went back and reread and reread them, there was some stuff that I just got lost in the jungle because there's so much information there. And I remember I was reading um, Clash of Kings, and I was like, "Huh, Renly Baratheon." 
oh, what happens shit. with him? what happens with him? Like I was like, and then I was like, I know he's not there at the end. I know he doesn't like. I know he doesn't make it out of the War of the Five Kings. But like, what fucking? Uh, and then like two chapters later, like fucking Shadow Demon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, okay, gotcha. But like that's you know, it, it was one of those things that like isn't a major plot point, but it is like a significant storyline that you should probably yeah. remember. And you just, I- it, it's a lot there. I think it's because um, Dumbledore still exists in the books after he dies, obviously. Yes, and, that, and, that, and that's exactly what I was going to say to you, too, is, is that, like, knowing that Dumbledore dies doesn't change the ending of the series for you or no. anything. It's something you just know kind of happens. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, when Cedric died, like, he's yeah. now no longer in the in any, like, they kind of brought him up a little bit in the books and stuff. They, they bring and him like, in order, especially because of Cho, but yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not, like... He's not the force that Dumbledore no. is, and Dumbledore yeah. actually comes back, quote unquote, on screen in in the in the seventh book as well. So it's, yeah. so so he yeah you're right he's not done done with the whole story. One of my favorite, and this is like not not off topic, but uh, one of my favorite lines and moments in both the book and the movie uh-huh. is when Dumbledore yeah, when after Harry Potter dies say, and. Yeah. When they're like at King's King's Cross Station or whatever, yeah. and when Dumbledore goes, and when Harry's like, "Is this real?" and Dumbledore goes, "Of course it's in your head, Harry, but why would that make it any less real?" Yeah. and I was like, "Huh." It's it's maybe it's maybe her best line. I, 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 I'm not saying it's like oh, fucking mind blowing. It's a good line. It's a good line. It's a good it's a, line. And it's, a, and it's a good sentiment. I think it's the best one she nails in the story. I would, I would, yeah. I would, I would argue, or at least the most obvious one that she does. That, but, that, and then the line of which we talked about in, in Lit Lit of yeah. when Harry is going yes. to give himself up, and he says, "Does it hurt?" Yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> that just dying her. Yes. That I think that that honestly, throughout the entire all the movies and all of the books, is the most humanizing and like yeah. human phrase human like just saying like doesn't hurt like doesn't hurt i'm going oh, to, it gets me every fucking time i'm, I'm going to go hip-hop nerd for just one second uh my favorite my favorite album of 2020 or one of my two favorite albums in 2020 was uh by uh ka ka uh, mm-hmm. called descendants of cain um and the third the third uh track is called patron saints and he's using all of this um grandiose uh and clever uh terminology and wordplay to talk about uh the fucking dirt that he was doing growing up uh you know our our, our monks swore a vow of silence to the jakes our yogis did stretches upstate um it's all about like the the, the people that he looked up to growing up mm-hmm. um and, every, and everything like that and, and again it's called patron saints um and the very very last line of the whole song after all of these like you know clever things have said is you know our heroes sold heroin it's said in the most starkest terms yeah. as the song drop, uh, drops out. It's a beautiful line for the same exact kind of thing you're talking about. The simplicity uh, of it and how it gets to a core emotion in like the, the, the fewest number of words. Yeah. It's, it, it's a great feeling. I totally understand. It's something that like I definitely liked in the movies and in the books. It was something that I think that the, the movies did well was like making sure that especially in the last book... And in the last movie, they yeah. like all of Dumbledore's um, lines were used that yeah. were being used in the books, and I did like that. I think that I I love the actor that played Dumbledore is great. I think that the My aggressiveness, yeah, yeah, I think the gr- uh, aggressiveness that they that Dumbledore kind of um, assumed in the movies wasn't the right fit 
I, I yeah, I think so. We talked about that a little bit. Uh, before, I, I believe in like one of the last episodes. But yeah. We, we, like we, the, the the line that everyone points to, where he like runs in and freaks out and says, "Did you put your name in the goblet of fire?" And blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep going back to. I really think that that that's direction. Um, I, oh, I, yeah. I really think. Uh, I, 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 I the more I watch the movies, the more I'm. Uh, not that I think Rowling was like super highbrow or super deep or anything like that, or even super nuanced. But I think that she does a slightly better job of it than a lot of the stuff in the in, in the movies. And I mm-hmm. think that the more and more I watch the movies, the more and more the movies are the big shouting moments, and a lot of the other stuff is kind of like lost in the yeah. wayside. You know, but I don't. But I want to get ahead of myself, and I, and I don't want to be the first one to talk about this because you're the first. You're the one who, who who finished reading the story for the first time, and we also just watched all these movies. So yeah. I'd rather go. I'd rather start with you about this. Like, is there something in particular, or are there some things in particular that like that stood out to you as either good or bad from the movies, or just like obviously specific to the movies as opposed to the books? Um, so I think that something that I fucking loved in the movies. <laughs> Was uh, Luna? I like Lovegood. that we're starting positive. Oh yeah, All I right. loved her. Um, I loved her in the books too, but she just played such a big role. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I talked. To, I talked over you a little bit now and there, but uh, Luna Lovegood is what you said. Yeah, episode. yeah. yeah. Um, she plays such. She plays such a great character, and so the girl who got. I'm gonna have to look look up her name as an actress, but the girl who got the part loved Luna Lovegood. Like she was a huge Harry Potter fan. Like just yeah. like went. And she aged. And she it. aged up right too, right? She like, yeah. like when, when she went in, when she was uh, uh, trying to get in for the, the oh god yeah yeah so like when she wanted the part she like made her own outfit she like decked herself out like she like made her own earrings for it like specifically for Luna Lovegood she was just a fan she wasn't like just an actress who liked her or yeah, something yeah. Like that. she was just a fan yeah. And she, like, beat out something like 15,000 other girls that had gone <laughs> to, I mean, wanted to be Luna yeah, Lovegood. because of, of course. And she got, because she had, like, she came in already doing that voice, She need, like, that's how she mm-hmm. pictured Luna Lovegood and just fucking nailed it. And because <laughs> of that, because people loved her so much, they gave her more screen time in the movies. Like, originally yeah. she was supposed to be a character that kind of, like, Almost like a Seamus character, you know, that like you sure, see every sure. once in a while in the background, yeah. but like not a big one. She's there. She's there. She's part of the story. She's part of the same year as these people. And, and, and to be fair, like she like when she comes in the story, like she's a uh, a Ravenclaw of the same year as them, right? Yeah. And so like you hadn't seen her for a while because she wasn't important enough to be there in the first place. So no. yeah, it makes sense. And so like they gave her more screen time because like she did such a fucking great job, and I thought yeah. that, that actress was so good, like nailed that character I don't even know if she's done anything else since then like I don't know yeah. <laughs> if that if what's her name even, or do you, do you have it do you have it up her uh I only have her <laughs> hold on That's fine. I'll, 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 yeah I, I think that she I, I, I agree with you I think she does a really really good job with that character I think she's one of the ones that you Ivana Lynch Ivana okay. Lynch is her name nice yeah I think I think she's one of the characters um, that doesn't have I think a reading of her is required, if that makes sense. Like, I, I like there's a lot of characters who are very obvious uh, how they're going to act on on, yes. on, on on screen, more or less. I think that like you can give them some some um, 
specifications and some uh, so, some some ticks and, and 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 like you can carry them in a very particular way. I think that um, uh, Alan Rickman does a great job with Snape, for example. Oh, so so some of the over dramatic pauses that he does that that it, that in like a lot of other things would be just just campy and gosh and terrible like or gosh and terrible. Like, I I think that like. I think he does very well in this, and to, to to give that extra air of like, I don't know, uh, like 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 practiced venom. Um, yeah, uh, practiced patience. Venom. Pa- patience. What a uh, great band name. Practiced venom. Uh, yeah, is that that's 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 thrash metal, right? Oh, I was gonna say more like super acoustic. Really? <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> My always number one answer is ska. Uh, yeah, I mean, Scott's, Scott's the great, Scott's the best funny answer, regardless. Um, yeah, and, and it works. But I think in this case, uh, but yes. So, so, so she was a big, a, a big part of what you enjoyed uh, out of the yeah. movie because, because as, as, I was, as I was saying, like she does, as she she takes a, per, a certain kind of like you have to put a style on her. Like you don't, you can't mm-hmm. just like play her like she obviously is. You have to do something with that. I you think. also like can't just like be a normal person and and like do that. You know, like you have to. Like, she um, had. It's called acting, act, Danny. It's called acting, Danny. Get it right. <gasps> Griffin and rip it. Baby, open yeah. it. Open it up. <laughs> Suck its insides. <laughs> <laughs> Woof! All right, I got aggressive. Um, is so there whiskey? Any, yeah, no, oh, that, 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 um, no. I had I, I had an ex girlfriend that once told me that whiskey tastes like anger, and it's one of the most accurate things. I've oh, ever heard it actually does, life, but yeah. like it's so warming. So, so is yelling. So, so, is, so is anger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So is anger. I think that like as much as I loved Luna Lovegood, uh-huh. I and I think that this might be re- a reason why like one of my biggest dislikes might be happening. Uh-huh. It's like the way that the other women were portrayed in the oh, movies. Sure. And I think it was because like obviously they know how to portray women. Obviously they know how to make a good female character. They did Luna Lovegood and she did a great job. Uh-huh. You know? And they even gave her a bigger so real, real quick, you're talking about movies here, right? As yes. To, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. And like they even gave her like a bigger part in the movies than they did in the books. Yep. And then you have like Ginny who was fucking scammed. Yeah. Scammed. Yeah. Like, that's... And she was such an awesome character in the books. She made, she wasn't, like, a number one character in the books, but she had so much to her. Well, she she had great little little sister syndrome in the best way, I mean. Like, she yeah. like she, she, she was the... the she was the... Um, I grew up with... One, two, three, four, five, six. Six brothers, and I'm not going to take any of your fucking shit. Yeah. Um, not not just to her brothers, but to anyone that she was. And not that she was, you know, quote unquote a bitch. She wasn't like a like, like a combative no. person. She just had some backbone and some spine to her. Like I mentioned, the, I mentioned in the last episode, I believe. But like she, um, she cusses out Hermione, who's her friend, like for sure, her friend, like not mm-hmm. just like someone she hangs out with because she has to, because she's because Hermione's friends with the other ones, like like Hermione, her friends, and she cusses her out at one point. Uh, she she goes in on Ron. She goes in on Fred and George. She goes in on Harry when Harry is being. Uh, Oh, yeah. She had about about the Half Blood Prince book. Like, she's not afraid to dial someone up, and I, and none of that comes across in the movies. No, like, it's maybe, a tr- maybe a little bit of the combative atmosphere, but that's about it. Maybe, and then also, I do just want to point out um, that I fucking hate every single time that Harry and Ginny kiss in the movies. <laughs> it is so not good. She also it is sexless. It is unreal. Hermione and. Harry have a more chemistry between them mm. 
than Ginny and Harry. As platonic friends who hold hands a couple of times, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then, like, there was this one scene, and this is at no fault of Daniel Radcliffe. He's just no. not a tall guy. It's okay. <laughs> it happens to us sometimes, you know? Like, whatever. You you gotta work with you got what you gotta work with. Uh-huh. But they did him such a disservice in these movies because... The, when they had Ginny kissing him, they made it so fucking obvious that she was basically kissing, like, like in between his nose and his top lip. <laughs> yeah. Because... Doesn't, doesn't, she, doesn't she actually kiss him on the nose at some point? Or, or is that, like, Hermione and Ron? Or the, there's, a, there's a really awkward yes. nose kiss at one point. I just forget. There definitely is. I can't remember either. But, yeah. like, there's Anyways. this one specific scene at, at the seventh, in the eighth movie. Uh-huh. Uh, no, the seventh movie. When whatever the, before the wedding, definitely house, yeah, well, yeah, wedding, yeah. yeah. And they're like Ginny and Ron, and and Harry, and she like has him zip up her dress, which I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, a, girl, yeah. like zip me up, yeah, yeah, did like that, but like they kiss, and she literally kisses like in yeah. between his nose and his lips. She makes him a saliva Hitler mustache, yes, yes, and it and it's kind of like. <sighs> No, it was just so uncomfy. It's 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 like the it's like the awkward kind of well, I mean, I think most chasteness uh, performatively is kind of awkward, but yes, it is performatively chaste and therefore incredibly awkward. I will, I will say, like, like Rowling at least makes those makes those scenes out in the books is like they're fucking going after it to the point where Ron's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" It's my, like, yeah. I I know I'm cool with it, but like, I'm right here. And I think that's something else that like the movies I got was annoyed with because like in the books. It says a lot, like, oh, I was just thinking about all those, like, you know, those dark moments in Hogwarts when, like, we would sneak places and, you know, the corridors and, like, the moments alone with Ginny. And then you get to the movies and you're like, wait, you're together? Like, you're yeah. kissing now? Like, I mean, I, what? I, I think I think Rowling does it even a little bit, like, slowly in the books. Or, oh, a little, yeah. like, like, very, like dumbly and loudly in the books um and, and so it doesn't surprise me that the, the movies are even more like ham-fisted than that of nowhere um di- did you have uh so you mentioned the female characters obviously um in ter- and, well both in, in the good with luna and yeah, some yeah. of the bad of translation with with, with jenny um uh, do you have any other characters that you like really had a disconnect or a strong connection with in terms of how they were in the movies and in the books. Um, like is, there, is there any of them that really, like, you thought they got right or they just got, like, super wrong? Um, well, I... Uh, okay. Right? I, I did like Lupin a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, I, uh, I, th- I think his story is shortchanged, but I think the actor yes. who plays him does a great job of being like the kindly, but also like assertive at times and like you know yeah. tortured type of uh, person. I think that realistically, they got a majority of the actors right with the characters that they were playing. I would agree with that. I think that I, I think that um, I think that we I, like I think that there's enough. Uh, there's so many casting choices, obviously. Oh, yeah. So some of them are going to like you know not line up that well or line up a little bit like you know off. Um, I, I it's it's maybe a little bit different than how she was portrayed, but like, in terms of image, but not by much. Like, man, the woman who plays Umbridge is fucking reprehensible, oh, yeah. and therefore yes. great at her job. Like you know you know what I mean? Like, like oh, a, yeah. a very nice a very nice bit of uh, of both casting and for more and more performing. Like she does she. Umbridge is one of those characters. Whenever someone says, "Like you know, can you think of a villain 
that was just a straight up villain. No justification. No, like you know, we're not so different, you and I. No, nothing. Just like, just like a villain that you were supposed to hate and you did hate and yeah. you hated the entire way. Umbridge makes a lot of lists and for real good reasons. Like, I'm not oh, saying yeah. she's the most complex, but that's kind of what this question gets at. Like, I fucking hate her from the jump, and that actually, means you're doing a good job. I actually really like looking at Umbridge as being like, would she be like pure evil? Like, or what is it? Like pure chaos? Whatever. whatever, oh, whatever. oh, you're talking about the D&D alignment charts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she is... Ooh. You could argue lawful evil because she has a code and it's a terrible one and she uses it for bad purposes. Yeah, I, would, she's, she, I mean, she, she makes all of these rules, all the inclusive yeah. rules and like headmistress eventually rules and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think lawful evil actually uh, shakes. I also love that in the movies she always wears pink and she has like cats on plates and mm-hmm. like you would see her and you would think that like she was going to be a very different way and then yeah, she's yeah, he, just... He, he, even if you didn't believe that she was good, you wouldn't think that she would shake as bad as she did. Yeah. Yeah. And you I think, think she, like, one of my favorite, I think my favorite aspect of her is that she's evil because of order. Like, she's evil yeah. because yeah. she wants things to be in a uh, specific order. And that's, you know? yeah, that's actually why I went lawful evil. Because, like, like, like for anyone who's un- who's unfamiliar, like um, the the D and D alignment chart is basically a three by, a three, by three grid. Uh, it's using a lot of like memes and a lot of like pop culture references. So I, I'll very briefly explain. Like you have good, neutral, evil, and this is these are moral choices. Do you yeah. try to do good? Do you try, are, are you eh, or are you pretty evil? And then you have um, lawful, neutral, chaotic. And it's about how you act. Do you act lawfully? And lawful just means a code of some kind. Neutral means you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants. Chaos, chaos means like you're the Joker or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, so, how I personally would 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 categorize Umbridge would indeed be lawful evil because mm-hmm. she does have rules. Um, they are bad rules, but that's what the moral <laughs> that's, that's the morality. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, access is for so like the the evilness that I, I I would hope would be pretty obvious, um, but she has uh, very specific rules and feelings about how things should go, and that is in fact what makes her such a terrible person. Yeah, I think that I think they do a really good job with her, I, and I think that like most of the actors, they do a good job with. I think that like if I was casting, you know, like I think uh-huh. that I probably would have made like a couple of choices. Okay, what do like you, I, I think what, that like you saying choices worries me immediately. Yeah, well, I just think like, what if Bill Murray was Dumbledore? Fuck you! No, that doesn't. Why not? Work. That, does, that does not work. But it's he's like too, a good actor. I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I have I have seen his his more dramatic roles. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that if you with a ca- beard, if you cast Bill Murray, then you are not getting Dumbledore to some degree. You are getting Bill Murray, and I think that's the problem. See. But. Just like Ben Affleck cannot be Batman, and this is not a necessarily a problem with Ben Affleck. It's just like he will always be Ben Affleck, and you can't avoid that part of his per- of his personality. Oh, I think that that was a bad acting choice. Like I don't. Oh think... no, no, a hundred percent. Like, I, 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 but this is what I'm saying. Like, not like if you remove the the qualifications, like there are certain people that are always going to be too much of themselves Man. That, that, that's hard to sell them. I think that Bill Murray is a hard sell like that. Because my my next one was Jim Carrey as Voldemort. <laughs> what are you fucking doing? What? what? are you doing? What do you are mean? You... Oh, 
I think that Jim Carrey would actually make a good Voldemort. I think I think, I think that he would. I know that he's known as being like the funny man, but I think that he he played the goddamn Riddler in a. I mean, to be fair, a Joel Schumacher Batman movie, and those are awful. But whatever. That's what I was thinking too, and so like <laughs> I just think that he would actually be a rather okay Voldemort. Oh man, we are gonna fight so much about these. I I I I I, I don't like that one. I think I, I I've seen again some of Jim Carrey's like well, serious work. Not like, not all of it, but I've seen what uh, Man on the Moon and um, yeah. uh, Eternal Sunshine. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen fucking. Um, whew, the Majestic or some of his big swings for like super like Oscar bait, but. I, I again, I, I couldn't buy him the whole way through. I, I think I think over like four movies, like yeah, you're gonna expect Jim crazy Carrey to go a little crazy, and you're never gonna get that. Okay, well then, last one. Oh no. Denzel Washington. Shaq. Uh, I was gonna say Shackley, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's racist. God damn it. As serious. Ooh, I don't hate this one actually. I, I, I so I, I still have issue because like there's certain actors that are just too big to play like named characters. Yeah, that, that, that admittedly is perhaps more of a me thing. Uh, but this one, with that caveat, this one could work because he is Denzel is impeccably cool unless he is intentionally doing something not cool. And even when he is, he still seems cool. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so th- so this this one does work. Thank you so much. Uh, I would like to hear your offers. <laughs> so you can roundly criticize them after I just lit it to you. Well, you're probably going to say people that I don't know. Um, well, well, no, I, no, I'm not because I'm, I'm very much. I, I haven't, I'm, I haven't been into movies in like uh, five years. I'm, I'm very off my hipster movie uh, personality that I might have had when I was like 25. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> well, the funny is like is before he went shitty, like Johnny Depp really worked here for a lot of roles. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and and like, but like he's. He's a person that we all know that is not like a terribly great person, obviously. Um, and also, he was fucking Grindelwald in the other in the in, in the, uh, in, right. in the in the Magical Beast one. Beast. So he, yeah, so yeah. He, or, uh, Fantastic Beast. Sorry, not Magical Beast. Um, yeah, so he already has, so he's already in the storyline, anyways. Like, I don't have a, I don't have a good entry point for him. Like, he could theoretically be serious. He could be. He could. Uh, I feel like that's been, pretty. But that's like. But he like, could have been a bit easy. part of. I don't disagree, but I, I was honestly thinking he could have been a bit part of Mundungo Fletcher or something like that. Like, I, oh, like, yeah. I, like I, he, if you wanted to not make him a sincere like or part of the story, Peeves would be funny, actually. Yeah, you could do a lot. <laughs> now, granted, so I, I, now I know that you were using mostly American actors um, here. Like, in, in the Harry Potter universe, aside from, I think there's like one or two exceptions, that like they're all British actors. Yeah. Um, to the point where, if I remember the story correctly, like Robin Williams like really wanted to be in Harry Potter's. Yes, and they, he and, did. And they, and they wouldn't let him, because it was a British-only thing, and he was eventually going to be in the Fantastic Beasts movies, but then he died before they were made. Oh. Um, which is, you know, sad for a large number of reasons. Um, so I, I'm, I, if I try to stay British... I wonder where Ian McKellen would fit here. Oh, uh, now granted, he's got his like huge properties that he's already in. He's usually the excellent yeah. movies in, in, in like in terms of the fantasy like you know, universe he's in Lord of the Rings. So if you don't want him across streams, I totally understand. What if he was like, Slughorn? I, let's see. That's that's the kind of thing I was thinking. I think I think Jim Broadbent is such a good job. That I'm not going to knock him off of that one. But like, what if he did a type? Uh, what like? Because I think the obvious thing, if you say like, oh, Ian McKellen should be in these movies, you're like, okay, let's make him Dumbledore. It's like, okay, you no, could. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he'd do a good job. But like, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you make him like Aberforth? Uh, 
Aberforth would have been able, if you want to give him more screen time at least yeah like that, that would have been a good one like as far as like it, it could, he could have been um, um, Dodge the historian that knew Dumbledore way back yeah. in the day Headless that, Nick one of the ghosts in the Headless Nick would be a very good one for that yeah like one of the like an older character that gets referenced in, in the story like that's why I was thinking of uh, the historian that makes the art that writes that article about uh, about Dumbledore like that, yeah. that kind of thing would work too um he just seems like the kind of person that would be there. Um, but if I, if I want to go for someone that, again, I think this is a should be there, but I have a very particular thing for it. Okay. Um, I don't love Kenneth Branagh as uh, Gilderoy. I don't like. Okay. I don't hate him or anything. I think he does his job, and, and his job is, of course, to be this like airheaded, you know, fantasy and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and a fraud of uh, charlatan. But um, he. Charlatan. I just don't love Brana. I think Brana is too self-important to really like dig into that role too much. Mm-hmm. I would prefer Ewan McGregor. I fucking I think, love him. God, uh, God first damn of all, it! First of all, let's be very clear. Yes, Ewan McGregor is amazing. I'm watching. Do- <laughs> I'm watching a docu series. Well, we've been watching it now for months uh, that he does uh-huh. about riding a motorcycle with oh, his yeah. best friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see it, but go ahead. Oh my god. We're watching Long Way Round, which is the first one, but there's Long Way Down, which goes from Scotland to the uh-huh. tip of South Africa. Long Way Up, which goes from the tip of South America all the way up to LA, and then Long Way Round, which starts in England and goes to New York. That's crazy. But the long yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I, He's fucking I, awesome. I, I, that I is a good pick. That. I love him beyond... Beyond words, like I love him. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that he's I think he's a great actor, and I think that he's the kind of one that deserves to be in a big piece like this because yeah. he deserves his notoriety, uh, his recognition. Like, if if you were treating this kind of story as a give them their, their flowers type of moment for all these British actors, I think you got some good ones in there with like Maggie Smith and Gambon and whatnot. Yeah, um, but some of the elderly actors like Jim Broadbent eventually. But I think that. Um, you have a chance to acknowledge some of the people that do really, really good, you know, work uh, and, and, and are work, you know, work. And, and are and are British, uh, Scottish, perhaps not English, but still, um, Ewan McGregor is a great person. For so good, as, he, as, as in like not just like him, but like solidifying that he is that dude as well, yeah. and he should be in this series. Like he I, is getting, yeah. he is getting a Kenobi series. It's going to be a six part oh, yeah. series. He does. He, I mean, he deserves. He's he man, he, He's so he did, he did not deserve the trash that he got with that, with those movies too. Um, you know who I could never change, who just like did such a great job is Alan Rickman as Snape. Yeah, that's like it, it's impossible to get away from that one. Right? No, like, 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 that, like that that's that, that's perfect. Like, that's, like such a fucking good job. Like just yeah. like really, like was able to like nail down everything that he needed to nail down. I mean, like. Even to the point when he's getting got by Nagini. <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah. And, like, I did have to say, like, in the movies, it was rather cheesy about, like, the whole tear thing. Yeah, instead of, like, how, in the books it's portrayed as, like, just, like, amorphous liquid that he's, like, willing through him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, more, it's, like, it, it talks about it being, like, in the books, it talks about it. Like, Harry immediately knows what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. He just has to be told, take them to the Pensieve. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, in the movies, it's just him, like, one lonely tear yeah. falling down as I die. And then, like, my biggest thing that I think about what, when that whole scene was happening uh-huh. is that, like, Snape dies there yes. with, like, Ron and Hermione and Harry all there. And the eyes when, of Lily Potter, yes. Yeah, well, when you die, like... You poop your pants. 
Like you do. Like you do, like everything like eases up and you do just like kind of poo poo everywhere. What and is like, this on your mind? I don't know, but like your body just like does like let go and so then I was thinking like sitting like sitting there like while it's happening thinking about that I was like man uh-huh. like I bet Ron Harry and Hermione are all like yeah he pooped his pants <laughs> like, like super psyched about it until they like, get to the pen scene and they're like oh, oh he's actually make cool fun of him now look at Mr. Poopy Pants Snake <laughs> <laughs> you know I, to be fair I think the like this isn't a bad point I think the more important question is um does does Harry when he briefly dies, but not dies, does he poop his pants then, and then has to sit in it for the rest of the movie? Or the, the, the story, or whatever you want to say. Sorry, I'm thinking of the movie in particular. I think he poops a little bit, because he doesn't fully die. <laughs> so I think he just, like... Sharts? <laughs> I think he just, like... <laughs> it's, like, the quick moment when, like, he does die a little bit, and then he clenches back up. You know, it's like the He's moment like, when, oh, like... Oh, no! It's like the moment when you fart, and you're like, I don't know if this is safe. <laughs> I you don't know? know if it's this one or that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, you kind of like clench up a little bit.